Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to Amber on Podcast. This is episode number 13, and I am feeling extra, extra lucky today. I feel lucky because I understand the world in a different way, and I feel lucky because I like Oprah now. And that might sound strange because most people like Oprah, but I didn't used to be so woke, if you know what I mean. I didn't really understand Oprah and her mission and how great she truly is because my ears were not really open to her at the time that her show was on. And I knew many people that did appreciate her, but I could never really understand why. And I thought, I just thought all the wrong things. But now, Now I am a new, and I'm a new transformed person who is letting love and beauty into my life openly and as often as possible through work and through education. And through this education, I have found Oprah's Super Soul Conversations, and it is a podcast by Oprah herself. And this week, we are going to be, I am going to be covering one of the episodes that I heard most recently that helped me out enormously. And the reason that I have this podcast, there are a few reasons. But I have a checklist, so to speak, and I like to make sure that all the podcasts and every every single episode that I record, each one is entertaining, helpful, and positive. It's my intention to help everybody live a better life. And who knows better than that than Oprah herself? So let's start the show. It's progress, not perfection. Progress and not perfection. This is a really important quote. It's helped me immensely. Usually, as we go through life, we experience things that we didn't see coming. Things don't work out according to plan. And we start to assign different columns for the things that work out well and according to plan and the things that don't. And the things that don't get assigned to the bad news column, the things that are inconveniences that we don't really care for. I have a really hard time with this when things don't go according to plan, when I don't achieve something in the length of time that I've set out to do so, when I don't get the job, when I don't get the client, when I don't get the opportunity, when the sun doesn't come out, whatever the case may be. Sometimes I have a really hard time accepting what it is as progress, and it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to have setbacks in life, and it's okay for things to not go your way. And Oprah does a really, really fantastic idea of reminding us all that it's progress and not perfection. In her episode of Super Soul Conversations, which Super Soul is a one word on her podcast, which I love, Super Soul Conversations, she's talking, she's interviewing a woman. Her name is Madonna Badger. And this woman gives incredible insight into life and to love and loss and just getting up and making progress and not perfection. So if you're having a bad day and you think that your shit is bad right now, you're having a hard time, you're having a pity party, you're like, oh, I didn't get this, and oh, I missed my nail appointment, and oh, and all these things, it's going to make you feel loads better, like you're walking on cloud nine. And it's exactly what I needed to hear when I listened to this episode of Oprah's Super Soul Conversations with Madonna Badger. Let me tell you Madonna's story. Madonna Badger, she lost all three of her children and her parents in a house fire on Christmas morning in 2011. And the story is so tragic and so crazy. I can't imagine anything worse. It's like a horrific nightmare. Madonna is given a TED Talk. And her name, again, is Madonna Badger. I'm not talking about Madonna material going Madonna. This is a totally different Madonna. Madonna Badger gave a TED Talk recently about being resilient, 
about her loss and about carrying forward and living her life after this huge, huge loss. So she has a huge house fire. She tries to go and save her children. She tries to cl- she climbs out of her own window and goes into the third story window. She's on the second story to try to get in and save her children, her daughters, three daughters, age nine and two twins, age seven. She can't get into the windows physically because it's just so hot. There's so much black smoke and the fire is way too hot for her to actually enter. The firemen come and they put out the flames and the entire family is gone, her parents and her three children. The day after that, they demolished the house. And so there was really no opportunity for her to close that gap and figure out exactly what it was that started the fire, which again is so horrific because not only are you losing all these people, but you also you also don't know why it happened and and how to avoid it. It's a level of closure that I think has just got to be incredibly, incredibly difficult. Madonna is left with no family after she's lost all five of her family members and nobody really knows what to do with her. And so she gets ordered to go to a psych ward, essentially a rehab facility for crazy people. And she makes her way and tours a few of them because none of them are really helping her. She's not able to get out of bed. She doesn't really want to live. They don't really want to release her because they're worried that she might kill herself. And mind you, there's no, there are no other family members around that they could release her to, I'm presuming. I don't know how you just become a ward of the state like that, but my assumption is is that the grief was so high and the grief level was so strong that she couldn't make decisions for herself. I, I know I've certainly been there and I've been happy to let people make decisions for me no matter really what because it's just what the outcome is because it's just I can't physically be present in the moment in order to decide. So she... Madonna is on in all of these psychiatric wards after the death of her children, and eventually she reaches her fourth, her fourth hospital, where she luckily finds a doctor who understands grief. And this doctor tells her and the rest of the staff that she's not crazy; she's just sad. She's really, really sad. And this doctor he explains to Madonna exactly what she's feeling and about the raw nerves that she's. Exposing, And what this doctor tells her is that mothers and daughters, mothers and children have such an insane bond. Such a bond is on a nerve level. And that night in the fire, all of her nerve endings were severed with her children. They were just cut off. And now she's left with these, these raw nerves. And slowly she has to start building a thin layer of skin, growing a thin layer of skin over it to, to give herself a bit more protection. And after a little more time, a little, a, another thin layer of skin and so on and so on so she can actually rejoin life and endure and experience life. But right now, she's so raw from that, that being cut off that it's difficult for her to function. Now, I don't know about you, but I've definitely had some very, very sad moments in my life. And I thought that this explanation was such a great way to describe the feeling that you feel just being cut off and having this raw nerve exposed to the outside. I thought that was really helpful and give some perspective into the time that it takes and the feeling of being raw inside as emotionally. Once this is explained to her in a more reasonable way, something that she can really wrap her head around, Madonna starts to 
take action. One of the best quotes that she says in this interview is she says that she learned that she can't get out of bed by thinking her way out of bed. She has to actually take action in order to get out of bed. This is something that I apply to a lot of things, but you know, another another quote that gets tossed around I've heard a lot is that you can't steer a stationary ship, meaning that if you want to do something in life, if you have a desire, if you want to live, you want to get out of bed, you want to have a life, you want to you want to complete a project, you have a dream or a goal or something that you're trying to achieve, you can't plan it and you can't do it in your head. You can't think your way to it. You actually have to do. You actually have to do. Madonna goes into the story of her journey and how she got better and she started to get out of bed, engage in life. And she also says in this interview that she found that she can't run from her pain. She can't outrun her pain. She can't keep herself busy and just not feel it and just keep going and do different things and just not really dedicate any time to being alone with the feeling of losing her children. Eventually, it's going to catch up with you and eventually you're going to have to deal with it. And that's probably one of the strongest things that I learned out of this entire podcast because I have spent much of my life running, 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 keeping my mind and myself and my body, my energy, my every waking hour so consumed with tasks and things to do and deadlines and projects and people and errands and not allowing myself the time with myself to think about the pain that I've had in my life or the things that I've gone through and then be able to move forward from them. This is something that only comes from time. And that's why therapy is so important because you're actually taking the time to think and to talk about your self and your experiences. Now, you don't have to have a therapist therapist for this, although they are great, but you can do this in meditation. You can do this just by speaking out loud to yourself, even if you think or if you journal. These are all very, very helpful tools, but you cannot do this if you're running around doing a million other things and, and never giving yourself any of that time to reflect. Now, I'm not really great at reflecting on these horrific moments in my life. They aren't really something that I want to think too hard on. So what she said next was really, really helpful for me in being able to to access those feelings and access the that history and the memories that I have so that I can build from them and move past them and become a better person and not let them weigh me down. She said that at the funeral of her at the funeral of her children, the minister said that she was upset and questioning God, like, how could God do this to me? And she said that the minister was really helpful in helping her move forward in this and that he said that God is not a puppeteer. And this is my favorite and that God cried first. Now, I'm not a particularly religious person, but I am a very spiritual person. And just the idea that someone, God, someone who cares about me cried first, someone cares enough to sympathize and empathize and really feel for me was huge. And I'm like, I feel so much better knowing just that somebody cried first, knowing that somebody cares so deeply about me that they see the pain that I'm in and they cry for me. I thought that that was really moving. And so when I think about the things that have happened in my life, the bad things, and I, re- and I reflect on them now and I think about, you know, how I can let these go, how they affect me and everything, I think that's okay that something bad happened and God cried first. It's like I have this endorsement and I have this, this like backup team that acknowledges that something indeed did happen to me. And I think that that's one of the first steps that you have to get to in order to move past something. You have to at least acknowledge that something bad happened to you, that it is a problem, that it was unfair, that it hurt you, hurt your soul, hurt hurt you however. And then you know that it's going to take work to get past that, no matter what it is, a breakup, a job loss, a death. You have to at first acknowledge that you are in pain. And that God cried first. Now, I think anger and bitterness start to weasel their way in at some point for just about everybody. Everybody for sure. And one of the things that Madonna 
mentions in her TED Talk and in her interview with Oprah is that when she is feeling really bitter and when she is feeling really angry, she's outside of herself and she can't really focus on the love, on the energy from her children. She doesn't feel it as much. So in order for her to feel that love from her children, she can't walk around with all this anger and bitterness. So what is she going to do? How is she going to conquer this? How is she going to go through her life and not be angry and bitter after everything was taken from her? What she says is that she remembers that she's still their mother, that those are still her children, and that that love is still very, very much there. When her, after her children were buried, she contacted a friend and asked him, like, how he had gone through a similar loss and asked him how... Like, what should she do? How should she live her life? Where's to go from here? And he said, surround yourself with people who love you and hold on. It's going to get better, but you got to hold on and surround yourself with love. And so that's what she did. Madonna says that she chooses every day to forgive rather than to be forgiven. And she's dedicated to sharing her story and to letting others know how she got through her pain. She actually got she got married or remarried. I don't know if she was married before, but married recently. So this happened in 2011. I think she just got remarried a couple of years ago. So the fact that you could have love and joy like that in your life again and have a marriage and a life after such a huge tragedy is really, really inspiring. I mean, I can't help but like be in awe of this woman. So when she says, you know, when I I share my story in hopes that it can help other people and that will make me feel like I have truly done something. And I have to say, this this helped me immensely, which is why I'm telling you guys, I hope that it helps you too, because I'm over here thinking that I have a real problem in my life and, and I'm, you know, having a hard day or I'm stressed or anxious and really upset about something. And I heard this story and I'm like, gosh, it really is so small and I have so much to be grateful for. You know, it really helps put into perspective my life and my problems and my participation in the way that I'm choosing to show up each day. When you hear stories like this that really kind of, you know, wreck your soul and you can't imagine anything so horrific, it's easy to look at your life and think, wow, I have so, so much to be grateful for. And a lot of the times, that's the things that, those are the moments where we really get jolted back into reality and we're able to really be present and really be thankful. And that's also why sharing your story and what you've gone through in your life is so important and it takes so much courage to stand up on a stage and share what Madonna Badger shared or any stage, any platform where you're sharing what I'm doing, just sharing what it is that you feel, what you've gone in, what you've gone through in life. It, it takes courage, but the payoff is so profound because you have the opportunity to really be able to help people. And that's exactly what Madonna said. She said that soon after she gave her TED Talk and when she goes around and doing different speeches and so on, she started to hear back from a lot of the people that she was speaking to. And one of the things that she heard at a conference is this young woman came up and read to her this passage from the Bible. And I'm going to completely obliterate the quote, but it goes something like this. We all suffer. Some suffer more than others so that they can help the other people show them what to do when they suffer. I thought that was really beautiful because a lot of times it ha- you, we have a hard time processing why bad things happen, what the meaning is, what the purpose is, why you're still here, you know, all these questions about life. But when you share your story, you help other people suffer less or, or know what to do when they do suffer. And that's exactly what was true for Madonna when she had friends that helped guide her as to how she should continue her life. And now when she shares her story, with other people, she has a really, really profound impact. A friend of Madonna's actually asked her, she said, this is one of my favorite pieces of this interview too. She said, what if we're all pieces of God and each 
person is a little piece of God. Like we all are like little pieces of God walking around. And no matter your religious affiliation or spirituality or whatever, I really like this idea and that we're all connected. And Madonna says the same. She says, I absolutely believe that. She says, we all came from the same source and we all have the same energy inside of us that's alive. I thought that that was really beautiful. And it helps when you are trying to practice gratitude and kindness towards others. If you, if you really truly believe that they're the same as you, that you guys are equals. There really is so much beauty that Madonna shared and Oprah, you know, the conversation they were having, it really was a super soul conversation. I never thought I'd be hyping Oprah, but here I am. One of the, the last things that they mentioned, and this is the last question that Oprah asked Madonna, she says, do you, do you have any regrets? Do you have any things that you wish you would have done differently? And Madonna says, she says, I wish I would have known then what I know now. And she said that she wouldn't be so concerned about them eating all organic food, that she wouldn't have spent so much time worrying about what you know they were eating, if it was organic or not, that she wouldn't have stayed so late at work, that she wouldn't have missed the recital, her daughter's recital, from for, because she was traveling for work. Now, what she's saying is that she would have just been in the moment with her children. And now that she she knows that she had such a finite amount of time with them, she really wants to go back and cherish all those moments. And this is what I want to close with here is that the, there are two things that I hear consistently from people who have been through insane trauma, people who are like incredibly enlightened, people who are incredibly wise, people like Madonna, people like Oprah, people like Tony Robbins, people like James Altucher, people like Warren Buffett, all of these people who have a greater sense of life and a greater sense of what's going on in the world. There are two things that they consistently say. Number one, be present, be present in your body, enjoy the moment that you have right now, which means not having anxiety about the future or the past. And the second one is to share your story, your life story, your experience, your information with the rest of the world so that they can continue to build and grow what you have offered to them. Just person-to-person education, two of the most important things in life. This is also something that people say when they've reached a really high level of success in their career. You'll often find that millionaires, billionaires, they reach a certain point where they're like, I just want to give back. I've gotten so much in my life and now I want to help others be able to achieve the same. It's It's the same sort of thing. And it's not a mistake that all these people feel this way and think this way. It comes from real soul searching. It comes from real life experience. And it comes from really being in tune with yourself and understanding what your values are and understanding what your purpose is here in this life. So in conclusion, I would like to leave you with a few things to remember. To be present, to be thankful, to remember Madonna. You can remember the other Madonna too, but Madonna Badger is who I'm talking about. And if you remember Madonna Badger on any day that you're having a bad day, you're going to feel better. So remember that it's there's no, God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle. You come very, very aptly prepared for everything that life throws at you. So don't undersell yourself. And if you need help, just come back and listen to me or give me an email or a call and I'll do my very best to help you because that's all I want to do. It's more good for more people most of the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to episode number 13 of Amber on Podcast. I really very much appreciate you taking the time out of your day to spend it with me. I certainly hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please subscribe, leave me a rating, leave me a review. That's how I know I'm doing a good job, and that's how I know you guys like my show and like what I'm doing and what I'm saying, and I'm here to serve you. So if you want to listen or you want to get the show notes, please head over to my website at mytalkingdollars.com. I 
I do highly suggest listening to Oprah's Super Soul Conversations. They're pretty easy to digest, much like her show, and that I mean that it doesn't require like a TED Talk or something. It doesn't require full uh, attention. You can kind of have it on in the background, and the way that it's structured, you can kind of pick up on the important parts and then revisit it as needed. So it's a nice, relaxing, you know, helpful podcast, much like her show was. Until next time, please do more good for more people most of the time, and I will see you next week. Thank you. Love you. Bye. There are certain times in my life where I need to expose myself to media that I know is going to put me in a really good mood, uplift my spirits, make me feel like I'm a cool person, a great person, an accomplished person, a kind person. And there are a few podcasts that really seal the deal for me. One of them is Entrepreneurs on Fire, hosted by JLD, John Lee Dumas. Again, it's Entrepreneurs on Fire. And what JLD does is that he interviews entrepreneurs on his podcast, but they're really, really short, less than 30 minutes. He asks them the same questions about how they started their business, some of the hurdles that they've overcome, and what they would do better, what their inspiration is, and so on. It's always really, really uplifting and helps give me great perspective on where I am in life and where other, what others have been through. Similar to Oprah's Super Soul Conversations, I like hearing stories from other people that inspire me and let me know that I'm on the right path. So Entrepreneurs on Fire is definitely one of these podcasts. Check it out. I will link it in the show notes as well. Thank you. See you next week. Love you. Bye.